Hi, I'm Sean O'Brien, and I'm going down on South Park. I am Sean Fall, and I am going down on South Park. Hi, guys. I'm Joey Bonnier, and I'm also going down on South Park. <laughs> can't afford, can't afford, can't afford any of it. Well, howdy ho, South Pocketeers. <laughs> How are we doing, guys? Welcome to episode number three. You're talking about weight gain 4,000. Okay. Beefcake. <laughs> Originally aired August 27th, 1997. Um, not much as far as where we were. It's kind of the same. Yeah. Um, not too much kind of cultural relevance. Any kind of personal notes off the bat? Um, Interesting well, elements, like things to talk about as far as the show? Uh, well, we should uh, clear up some uh, addendums from oh, yeah, previous episodes. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Thank you so much. So in the, the previous episode, I mentioned that one of my favorite moments in uh, the episode Volcano <laughs> was rainbows. That was a test. You little fuckers, watch the episode. It's not in it, okay? Rainbows <laughs> is in this episode. I'm kidding. I, I fucked up. Yeah. I fucked up. We, 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 <laughs> we, we weren't sure which one came next, so we started watching Weight Gain, but then we realized halfway through that Volcano came out first, so we started watching, but I had already written down rainbows, <laughs> and I just wanted to remember that. And I, while I was doing a fucking research on the show, I just forgot. Got to that rainbow was not in part of it, so whatever. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Also, as noteworthy, we're watching the DVD versions, and so before each episode, there's a little like intro with Matt and Trey. Yeah, and fireside chats. Yeah, Matt Trey and the dog named Scratch. The the best part <laughs> is the dog Scratch. keeps changing on you. But uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what was the dog this time? In this- um, I don't know, some fluffy little white thing, and then it became something else. I can't remember what. A yeah. husky. A husky. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. All right, so a little bit of background on this episode. Um, so there was a poor reception um, of the original episode. Carmen gets an anal, anal probe, um, just some bad testing on it. So Comedy Central actually had them write another episode um, just to test and to see how they would do. Um, and, and that ultimately is what ended up selling them the show hmm. was on the strength of the second um, of the script they did. Uh, and that was this script, this believe one, it or not. As yeah. opposed to the second one, which was Volcanoes. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, they wrote this one first and yeah. made this one first. But more importantly, they wrote this one. Uh, actually, it was while they were making Orgasmo. Hmm. Um, they were they were on hmm. the set of Orgasmo, and uh, and they wrote this episode in order to sell to Comedy Central. Um, and Comedy Central wanted to do more, but Trey Parker basically said, "No, we're you know we we're not going to write another one until so you fucking give us six episodes." Um, hmm. And so there it was. But then, of course, it continued to do well. And this was the very first one that was. Com- Completely computer animated. Um, about 15 animators in a studio in Westwood, actually. Westwood, L.A. Uh, I think Power Animator and the the Alias System Corporation. Um, so the script for this was about 30 pages, which is slightly different than what ends up happening hmm. in the later shows. They they later become about 45 to 50 pages long. Really? Um, yeah, only because they sp- they talk so much faster and the pacing of them moves oh, so much gotcha. more. Um, so this one was up, you know, 30 minutes on the money, but it's a 21 minute show, obviously. Yeah. Um, Usually it's a minute per page. Yeah, yeah, roughly. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Bonnier. A little, little, little filmic background there. Well, I, I don't think most people know that. No, I, that's why I'm thanking you. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle getting shitty over there. <laughs> um, you the, know how much I hate your welcome. <laughs> De nada. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, one of the ways that they did the voices as well was they the the actors read it slowly and then sped it up afterwards. Which later on they put it in through filters. But yeah, um, that was kind of how they did the little chipmunk one. effect. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah, there, there you go. go. There you go. There you go, Charlie. So favorite <laughs> moments. Favorite moments of these show. Um, this has some classic Cartman, uh, certainly the intro of cheesy poofs, the intro of beefcake. Uh, uh, is it the first I'm not fat, I'm big boned? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's just, yeah, this is just quintessential Cartman everywhere. Yeah. This really is big time Cartman, man. This is what, this is the, I don't know if this is the first time that Cartman becomes Cartman. I think so. Yeah, I think so. This is where we first get to see a real taste of his character. <laughs> we we had a little with a little uh, with the first episode, yeah. but this is really where he kind of comes into his own. I also feel like the voice has been different for the first two. Now it's more the Cartman we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Whereas before it was like too exaggerated, and he was like super fat all the time. Hmm. Obviously, he became fat in this episode too, but he didn't. <laughs> he had his normal Cartman voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No. No. For sure. Well, how would you describe Cartman's character? You were saying he kind of comes more into his character now. What What is Cartman? He's extremely sensitive and uh, he and um, and self conscious and and about his weight, but he's also extremely hateful and just delusional and rude well. and blustery and yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's yeah, the first time we get to kind of see that. <laughs> um, he's also, also very good. Oh, his interaction with his mom is also some of the best. It's just, <laughs> This is the first time where you get to see him just go crazy. Like, yeah, man. He goes into this high octave. Yeah, we see that a little bit in the the first episode. I think it was. Yeah, definitely. With the uh, mm -hmm. yeah, um, you know, mom and kitty. Does and he do the, the kitty? It's that's a bad the, kitty. The pot pie. Oh the, wow. Yeah. Okay. I know one little kitty that's going to be sleeping with mommy tonight. That uh, uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Anyways. Um, themes. The, themes of the episode as well. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you're, you're no, one other note I had yeah, was, um, since we were talking about voices, um, Garrison's voice is weird. Garrison's voice was like more effeminate than, I don't know if I can't remember in the first episode of uh, Garrison's voice was that much. But yeah. yeah. It's a little no, I don't think so. It was a little harsher. In the yeah. Episode, and sure. I think, I don't know if they go back to that or what the order is there, but. Um, well, no, I mean, no, no. You mean Carmen gets an anaprobe? Yeah, yeah. No, they had made that first, then they made this. Right, then right. Volcano came Right, out. but I just, you know, back to a specific way of doing a voice or, you know, why it is that it evolves, but it definitely gets away from this uh, as effeminate as Oh, you mean he, 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 in later episodes, he's not as effeminate. Yeah, he goes back to a little bit more gruff sort of. Yeah, but he has more of an accent in the later yeah. episodes where he goes, Master Garrison. It's more, it's more, yeah, it's more of a, an, an affect to it. Yeah. Whereas this one's very soft. You're right. Mm. It is effeminate, but it's very delicate. And but later on, he's he's just Mr. Hair. He's more of the e. Yeah, more affected than. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is definitely where they start opening up the fact that Mr. Harrison's gay or whatever. Or, I mean, ultimately trans, but, you know, the, the, the sort of crazy spectrum that Mr. Garrison goes through across the whole board. Um, this I thought is the that first was established that already, wasn't it, in the first episode? I don't think so. Um, oh, I guess it's just the the blowjob from Mr. Hand, which is essentially just we're jerking it's off. Just the but, jerk off yeah. Yeah. He's just jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, so I mean, that might be part of it. But, you know, any kind of elementary school teacher in a weird way is a little bit gay. You just kind of have to be. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shots fired. <laughs> we're watching fucking South Park, man. I think people will understand the comedy that I'm trying to bring I think they might have a sense of humor. Yeah, I would say it's so well said, sir. <laughs> They're all just sitting there judging us. Right, exactly. That was a Cartman phrase, though. You should have said that. I'm supposed to be the sensitive one. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, way to fucking drop 
that one. Do what I want. Uh, themes. Themes. Talk to me about some of the themes in this episode. Well, okay. There's the, the biggest overarching one I just want to throw on um, is still sort of the kind of realistic kids, but but slightly delusional in a weird way and kind mm. of buying into anything, but also the, hypocr- the, the hypocrisy of adulthood yeah. is a huge one. You know what I mean? As far as that dichotomy between the two. Um, not too much in the – we can delve into the cultural references in a bit, but w- are there any other bigger themes um, that you can think about? Or, or even just references that you noticed, like movie references. I uh, no, I mean, well, there was like sort of the um, the disturbingness of the culture of reality TV, sort of not necessarily reality, but like that fake stardom thing, and the yeah. you know that I'm gonna be on television, and, I'm gonna you know, be famous, is almost like a, a prediction of Honey Boo Boo, like it yeah. was, um, yeah, I think it's a prediction. Um, yeah. You could just say prediction. <laughs> I, well, I, he was trying to think I, of something else. I was actually thinking precursor, but then I decided I not to go crazy. It was a funny way yeah. you're saying it. I, it's, it's before the diction, before the pronunciation. <laughs> go fuck yourself. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, and obviously the, uh, the introduction of beefcake, which I don't know if it ever comes up again in other episodes, but it just became like a cultural phenomenon. What do you uh, mean by a cultural phenomenon? Uh, beefcake. Um, that People was, just saying beefcake. Yeah. And that was, yeah. you know, I, I uh, seem to recall t shirts. I recall like little, you know, squeezy Cartman dolls that would say beefcake or yeah. whatever. And yeah, you know, like. Do any, you still say beefcake? Um, not as much as I should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I really think that's going to work its way back into my lexicon here. Probably. Yeah, Joey, time. do you say beefcake? I don't really say beefcake, no. Unless I, no. <laughs> no at all? For some reason, I, I still will just drop it every now and then. Okay. I don't yeah. know why. It's it's an oldie bit of candy. I know. It just kind of, wait, did we talk about your favorite moments of the episode, Joey? Yeah, but I also want to say there I thought it was an interesting sitcom trope of like the small town has like someone famous come to it and they have to like show off for the famous person. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like this has happened in like Brady Bunch and Happy Days and all these crappy like, sitcoms. Absolutely. You know? It's almost even the boss coming for dinner episode. Yeah. Like it's yeah, that's exactly. definitely a trope. I also think it was interesting that Kathy Lee Gifford shows up. It was. It seems to be. It's like the first time where they really dealt with celebrities in that in the modern South Parky sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's the first episode where they bring in a. Oh no! Yeah, Patrick uh, Yeah, but he didn't really do much. I guess, and yeah, Brian Bartano. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. That's already established. <laughs> yeah. I thought she she, she was, play a bigger role. She played a bigger role, I think, okay. in this one, yeah. and it was interesting because they kind of played. A, they made fun of her more, uh, and then they more than the other ones. I think so. But yeah, she had less screen time than um, she did, but the whole episode is around. Yeah, they talked yeah, yeah, about her in like every scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, um, and, but it also has a similar structure to the later Barbara Streisand. Totally. Yeah. You know what I mean, later on, the, the whole Barbara, it, it has a very similar structure to like whenever Barbara Streisand's coming down or sure. whenever, that whole type of shit they're going to play in. Um, American consumerism, as mm-hmm. far as the cultural relevance, right? Um, at the time, was it as big at the time? Is it still as big? I mean, is consumerism a problem? Is it, is it, w- was that what the show was trying to say? What exactly was the point with consumerism? You mean just the advertisement for beefcake? A little bit of everything, yeah. I mean, yeah. but but even just sort of the, the, the cult mentality of, of, you know, your life can be better if you just do this one thing, right? The yeah, blind like faith the, in health products, the, the, the cult of the image. Yeah, the pre-9-11 fight club days of like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this one product will change your life. Guys. Right. Yeah. Is that still around now? Oh, definitely. I think it's um, it's less of a religion 
these days, I think, though. I think the uh, the millennials have shifted that a little bit. Have you seen a CrossFit gym lately? Um, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was really like predicting the, or sorry, the precursor to uh, the, the, the prediction. <laughs> the, uh, I forget his name, Billy something. Billy think, Zane? No. <laughs> No. The fucking ShamWow dude? Can it, Zane? Billy, Billy Mays? <laughs> exactly. Billy Mays. The, uh, Billy but Mays. I think it was. <laughs> it was Billy Mays? I was right. Billy Mays was um, a TV pitchman. Yeah, that, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. yeah the guy was, you know, they're doing the ShamWow. The yeah, same yeah, yeah. guy, you know, buy this and we'll sue this. I thought it was really, I don't know. It was before that. So they definitely pre, you know. No, nah, that was in the the heyday of the like. I remember the uh, the yeah, Dick Buckkiss Quick Cook Grill and the George Foreman Grill and shit. Like that was wait, Buckkiss had one too. Yeah, Buckkiss had a, a local one in Chicago, which ran on newspapers. It was a weird one. Well, the info, but there, but there is a difference between like the infomercial trope of just like you know, hey, buy this thing because it can it you know it's a thing and and sort of the 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 cult of. This type of health product thing, not even so much consumerism, because I mean, you know, an infomercial certainly can play into that. Oh, the, whole the life changer. Yes, the life changer. Like, you know, ShamWow is under no fucking pretense that they're gonna that's gonna yeah. change your life. That's but not changed yeah. my life, man. Those things are awesome. <laughs> Did you ever have one? Fuck, I have. <laughs> I haven't. Um, but it it, it, it made no promises to do so. You know what I mean? Mm. At the very least, as you know, it, it didn't promise as much happiness as a lot of the health products. Right, right. Like have a juicer in, in some or, cases do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Still to this day. Um. So yeah, I mean it. it I, and I think I don't know when that started necessarily speaking as far as Americana goes. Um. um I think that goes back to Mad Men days, the 50s of, you know, the... You're not uh, man enough or something. Yeah, or, you know, just selling to the housewife sort of thing and, you know, appealing to specific uh, people. Oh, yeah, like this diet will save your life. Exactly. I guess it it comes down to the easy Uh, fix. Mother's Little Miracle or whatever. Yeah, maybe it is just the easy fix. It's the uh, easy fix. I put it to, or maybe obviously it's something different, but I put it to the 80s wrestling type of thing, like the bigger, stronger, faster Hulk Hogan mentality. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I could just imagine like, you know, Taxaw Jim Duggan or something coming out for weight gain 4,000. I, I was watching one of those uh, Macho Man ones yeah. recently. Oh, and yeah. exa- oh, I love Macho Man. But it, it struck me that it, it was so fucking awesome. He does the entire thing with his back to the camera. He does the entire thing <laughs> facing the wall and like gesticulating and, and doing it. And then he just turns around to say like his last word, which is like Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> but it, I don't know. It was just... A work of genius nice yeah. um any other notes any other any other notable notes <laughs> about sorry. macho man i can go out on uh, days in general in general uh <laughs> cup of coffee not a cup of coffee um i i'm not sure if i caught it this is the first reference to jesus and pals right they mentioned that i like, think so too to i know no. too. apparently they had shot some stuff or you know made made some some segments of the show hmm. um but didn't show that until the big al's uh, oh gotcha um uh, you know Whatever that the name of that episode is, I'm sorry, hmm. um, but this was I think the first reference of Jesus and pals, um, which of course uh, you know the, a town where anything can happen and yeah. Jesus Christ actually is alive and in the flesh and has um, his own public access, right? Yeah. Exactly. The uh, mayor was a lot less ditzy in this one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. To your, to your point from the last yeah. episode, yeah. of course, she does become the opposite of ditzy, as you said. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a word for that. <laughs> um, and also, Bebe's first uh, appearance, I believe it was. Baby? Yeah, oh, baby. yeah. She didn't say much. No, yeah, but okay. she was there. She was, there. was she named? Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't think, think she was I named. I don't, think, okay. I don't think so either. Yeah, I think it was just the first time we see her. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, cool. We'll finally on to uh, whose episode was this? 
this one, I, I was, um, I, I, you caught me off guard in the last episode because I forgot to think about it while I was watching <laughs> it. So I specifically watched thinking about that this okay. time. And um, I just confused the hell out of myself because I was going back and forth between Garrison and Cartman. Okay. Um, and uh, that was, you know, I, they were kind of weighing equally for most of the episode for mm-hmm. me. And then all well, of a what sudden. Did, what did Garrison want? Um, Garrison wanted to destroy um, uh, or revenge, I suppose, okay. is the easiest way to say that. Okay. Yeah. And what uh, was actually, it? they both wanted revenge. What was stopping the, him? What was stopping Garrison? Um, bulletproof glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just kind of the opposite of himself. Did he exactly. get what he wanted in the end? Um, no. No, okay. she lived and she Cartman? got carted away. Now talk to me about Cartman. Uh, Cartman. Cartman, uh, Cartman wanted to be on television. Right. Um, Cartman wanted to, you know, have that uh, honey boo boo lifestyle, live in the dream. You can reach your goals. Exactly. Oh, dude. <laughs> be gay. <laughs> uh, um, so it, it was going back and forth for most of the episode, mm-hmm. and then about two thirds of the way through, it struck me. Fuck. I think this is Wendy's episode. Oh. Um, what does she want? She wants revenge like Garrison. Um, she kind of thinks that she learns that revenge doesn't really matter, but then she learns that, you know, it really tastes pretty sweet. Okay. Joey, what do you think? Who's Actually, I, I came uh, the opposite way. I thought it was Wendy's at first, and then because I thought she was the, the protagonist, kind of driving the moral of the story, but mm-hmm. then realized that this is Carbon's episode. Car- <laughs> Carbon steals the show. Uh, this is the first episode where I think, or to me, I kind of fell in love with him. He's definitely the best character in the episode. Yeah, but I do think— Is that, he the one driving the story? Like, if you Yeah. That out, I also think the, the fact that the end where it ends with the Geraldo part where he finally gets his dream of going on television and saying that, you know, you can <laughs> reach your goals. He's living proof. <laughs> I, I'd still say that's a, a button on the B story, though. I don't feel like. I, so, I, yeah, but I think, the, I the name of the episode is Weight Gain Four Thousand. I mean, it's it, he's the one who's gaining the weight. He's the one who's. Yeah, that's the comedy, but I don't think that's the driving story. I think there's uh-huh. two ways to look at yeah, this. Yeah, um, I, I think that I we're think both that, wrong. It's cool. No, I don't think either. I think you're actually both right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think in the end, because I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't even, I don't have anything on this. I wasn't really watching. I was kind of, yeah, yeah. like you know, doing the history on the whatever. But, um, but sort of after going through it in my head a little bit, so we've got two different elements of it. We've got the the major theme of the episode, which is sort of American consumerism mm-hmm. and that satirical element of all that is driving and of Cartman of course is the embodiment of that so it, it is Cartman's movie if you t- or it is Cartman's mm-hmm. it is Cartman's episode if you look at it um, from the themes perspective if you look at it from the story's perspective yeah it's probably Wendy slash Garrison um, but but yeah so I don't know I, and, uh, and, and to be completely honest with you I, I don't know which of those two is a, has a stronger weight in this episode? I mean, I mean, I feel like almost if anything, the show really more this episode in particular really is based around the theme. I mean, of course, there's this, a driving story about killing Kathy Lee, or at the least, you know, exposing Cartman. But yeah, that's the clear I don't know plot. If, yeah, arc, I don't know if the but... plot is as strong as the theme in this episode. Yeah, in many yeah, capacities, I, yep. I think that the story is hinged upon the theme. So in that case, I might, I might go as far you, as to say this is Cartman's episode. You'd, you'd call the plot the B story. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. In a weird way yeah. um but but i don't know man i know that's not how we end this i know that's not how we end this it confused me but i may as well use it yeah man ah. funky it up yeah i gotta fix that hmm. it's all good oh went down i thought you were gonna write as a song joey going down uh i will going down going down no, joey. i'm no, as lazy as towley nah, no now we have a commitment shit Oh, oh, oh. What's, what's wrong? Follow your dreams. You can reach. Oh, man, I wrote it down wrong and I fucked it all up. Beefcake!